Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's The Big Show. Is everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. Ah, Should have tagged Lloyd and Gordon on that tweet. What am I doing? What am I doing? Uh, Jake with you, broadcasting live from our Carrier's own studios here at Vivid Arena. Lloyd Cole, the one and only across the glass from me. Austin's still off, uh, you know. I'll tell you what, you just tell me what people say. I, I'll I'll let you. Why Just wouldn't I tag know. you? Uh, God. I'm uh, I'm on the I'm on the struggle I'm on the struggle bus already. Gordon, hello. I'm not Jay, even going to give you a big intro. I'm, I'm tell, struggling. Tell, tell all the people uh, what you did. <laughs> well, I'm sending out a tweet because Austin usually sends out the tweets for um, for Total Request Tuesday, right? But Austin isn't here. And so I sent out a, a tweet about Total Request Tuesday, which I'll get to here in a second. But I got to delete it because I got to tag you and Lloyd on it, so you get uh, uh, included in the responses. Well, we'd appreciate that. Yeah. You know, it's always a pleasure to have Lloyd uh, produce our show. It is. It's- Apparently, Gordon, it's just his Jake's show. Just respond <laughs> to Jake's show. <laughs> you know, you know, I've I've bonded quite a bit with Lloyd uh, lately since I jumped on the Raider bandwagon. Oh really? Uh, because you, you sure don't him. talk. You don't. You certainly don't talk about him behind his back, as though you uh, really have bonded. Oh, we've uh, we've bonded over the Raiders. We've bonded over many things. We bonded over Sears. He even years shot ago. me a text on Sunday. Said, "Go Raiders." I, I was did. Like, wow, look at that. Yeah, oh, let's go. Wow. Let's oh, I go. already asked Lloyd. We got this. To, that was a big win, by the way. That. Big it was win. a huge, huge win, especially win. in those conditions. Heck yeah! Like, up against a a five and two Browns team. Come on. All right, hold on. I'm I'm. I'm tagging <laughs> at Lloyd Cole Zone. I love pe- when people go like Gordon exactly what they're doing Mom. technologically. <laughs> Reminds me of hands. So here's here's where we're going with today. Here here's my tweet. All right. Uh, I said it's a total request Tuesday on the big show. Today's bumper song theme: songs about this here country that I love, America. Send in your request, and we'll try to get it on the show. Oh, well, then does that mean somebody's going to text in a, a song about uh, or uh, tweet in a song about uh, done by America, the group See, America? I figure we could get uh, we get creative with it. Yeah, like that would work or, you know, I, I, you and I share a love for a particular Simon and Garfunkel song. Yes. Uh, called America. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, love that or song. Or Lloyd brought up in the break uh, Presidents of the United States of America that sang that, uh, that Peaches song. Yeah, uh, we're not we're not going to allow the the Lee Greenwood standard, are we? If this was uh, Hans and Scotty, I might play that 
every single return from break. You know what I would like to hear on Scotty loathes that song. <laughs> um, what is it that Ray Charles sings? Oh, he was America the Beautiful. America the Beautiful, yeah. yeah. We, we should probably get to that today. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's, that song will bring a tear to the old eye. Ray right Charles, there. I mean, can he do any wrong? Could he ever? I mean, every song he touched you know, sounded like music, just absolute beautiful music to your ear. Absolutely. His rendition of that song is incredible. So, mm-hmm. all right, so get with us. Help us uh, at Jake Scott Zone, at Lloyd Cole Zone, at Gordon Monson. And, yeah, it's good to have Lloyd along for the ride. Lloyd's good at what he does. We, we like to uh, make the jokes, but we love Lloyd. Yeah, we sure do. Uh, Lloyd is. Uh, Lloyd's. You, you know how many times best, people tell me, "God, do, do Jake and Gordon really hate you that much?" No, nobody else. I get that. that. No, I get that nonstop. No, they don't. <laughs> no, you do not. I would. Uh, I, Lloyd, I, I I would ask you uh, who you voted for, but uh, I know you can't because uh, you know <laughs> he's a felon. <laughs> there we go. See, there it is. <laughs> See, yeah, this does go on. This is, but you know. You can tell when 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 Jake is making fun of you, Lloyd. You can tell it's it's out of admiration. Well, <laughs> the, the blame the blame Lloyd goes back a long yeah, ways. I'm talking; it goes back all the way to our to our late friend Will Smith. Yeah, I it, mean, it blame Lloyd. It, it goes go, back a long. It goes ways. back a long way, and I I go back a long way with Lloyd. I've I've known Lloyd for 20 years now. So I mean, when that started, we were in a, a completely different building, and there were a lot of problems that happened in that particular building with yeah. remotes <laughs> that, that is a fact you know what we need to have lloyd do at some point today uh what? gordon what is today tuesday instead of uh instead of austin's list you know what we should do today have lloyd tell the mike from it story <laughs> okay if, I'm, I'm all for entertaining stuff you know what i'm talking about right yeah uh-huh Involving our wonderful producer Austin Horton. We'll just say we know how how yeah. fast a man will turn on you. Uh, <laughs> in this, okay, you know how so, fa- fast a coworker will turn. Lloyd, I got a question for you. Wait, okay, so uh, let me tease it though. Mike from right. IT story at three fifty. Mark it down. That's what we're doing. You're going to hear. You're going to want to hear it. All right, Gordon, yeah. go ahead. So, Lloyd, do you get a lot of when you're doing uh, uh, you know this show with Scotty Enhanced? Do you get a lot of positive feedback from our listeners? About you personally? Uh, yes. Good. I know. I just yes. I, personally. I, I mean, I, I wondered I that. I don't know. I don't think they go out of the way and say, "Hey, Lloyd, you're awesome," or something. No, like, because I don't know. Like you're the muscle behind that show, and you do really great work. And I just wondered if, you know, Hans and in his particular insecurity might try and steal all the the light spotlight away from you and shine it on himself. And then Scotty, of course, is. The perfect sort of uh, facilitator. I take it. I take the appreciation of the show as applauding us as a whole, me, them. Like I, I don't know. It's like the ultimate team thing, I guess to say. Like I'm fine. Like not to be singled out. I don't even take compliments all that well. Okay, anyways. so th- this is this is so, how. Uh, wait, 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 wait. A compliment makes you feel uncomfortable? Uh, yeah, because I just you know, it's like I don't know. I'm just doing my job. I don't know. Here, uh, here is the fundamental difference between Gordon and me. This is why this show works, because we look at the world from, from two different <laughs> lenses, okay? Right. Uh, Gordon is curious to ask Lloyd how much positive feedback uh, that you get. I'm curious how many people call you out of the blue and go, Lloyd, you stink, man, and then hang up. <laughs> no, I, I, get, I get, so do you really stink that bad? 
I want to. I want to know how many people just randomly fire you tweets and just be like, "Terrible drop, Lloyd. That was awful. What are you doing?" I want to yeah. know how much specific negative. Yeah, there's probably more of that. There's probably more than negative. <laughs> I don't think so, man, Lloyd. <laughs> uh, that's that's hard to. Believe. I mean, it maybe is a part of a shtick, but not in real life. You guys have a terrific show that you do, Hans and Scotty, and uh, it's it's really fun to listen to. I like to tease Hans a little bit, but uh, that's only because I'm getting so old now that he can't pick on me anymore. Yeah, yeah by the way, I was so confused the other day. What was that? A couple of weeks ago where you defended him and said he wasn't a bully. That was one of the weirder things I think I've ever heard. Yeah, because Hans is definitely Hans is totally a bully. bully. Yeah, yeah but I don't does. think – no, 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 no. Hans is just physical. He's, he, he's he, not he, a, he only broke your co-host's thumb. Or dislocated. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'll defend Hans on this. That that was purely me. I know. Uh, but but there's no no. I see. There's a difference between a bully and somebody who's just strong as an ox. You know. I mean, and and Hans. Uh, yeah, I when you combine the it. two, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> he even talks about how much of a bully yeah, he is. He does. And I think, oh really? I think I, see, that's not that's not the way I view Hans. I. I Lance, uh, I'm sorry. Hans would be uh, or Lance, uh, whichever. Uh, well, Lance, Lance. Lance is one, Lance is one of my best friends. So I sorry, I got mixed up there for a second. But Hans is the kind of guy that I think would be a really good friend, a really loyal friend. And so I don't, I don't really consider him a a bully. A bully is somebody who is malicious. And I don't see Hans like. Are you telling me that I've read that wrong? Yeah, uh-huh. way wrong. <laughs> yeah, way wrong. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I. I, I love our guy, my our guy Hans. I mean, I've been with him for a long time. Yeah, so, right. Like, well, you know, we know but, him long enough yeah. to know what's what the score. <laughs> I is. know, I know buttons to push on him, and and I, trust me, I've probably narrowly escaped death many times. By the way, why we're being nice to Lloyd for a second, uh, and to show uh, that I'm a reasonable person, I, I'd like to thank Lloyd for not picking us for a happy hour last Friday. Thank you. I don't t- pick uh, you guys all that much. Thank you for not picking us uh, for happy hour. I, I really See, agree. I mainly pick Hans and Scott. Yeah, I just appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. problem. Thank you. Thank you for, for not picking us. There you go. The self-deprecation right. of, your, of your guys is, is a good thing. Don't right. tune into that segment on Fridays. It's garbage. Oh, it's <laughs> hilarious. Are you kidding me? It's it is great. funny. It is, it is funny. It is pretty funny. I, I agree. It is pretty We've funny. We've tried to imitate it uh, with our own version of it. And how's that going, do you think, Jake? Uh, it's, we've had a couple of different versions that I think are pretty funny as well. But you yeah. Know. yeah, the, the, uh, the Alvin the Chipmunks version is pretty It's pretty, it's pretty funny. I, I like the unnecessary censorship, too. Yeah. I, uh, but that, that's just me. <laughs> By the way, uh, Sam tweets in uh, to the show. He says, I, I think all the listeners know that it's Lloyd Cole who keeps uh, the Zone Sports Net running. He does a great job. He does. He does. But let's not tell and, him that. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. You you are constantly, in, in, in an endearing way, uh, ripping Lloyd. Ripping? And, that's yeah. strong. Yeah, come I know. On. Trust me, I listen come a lot. On. I listen enough to hear Ripping. It. Come on. It's you, I mean, it, it, well, it stems back to your, what you were originally talking about. Uh, you blame Lloyd for everything that goes wrong. <laughs> Have you ever, this is an old, old Simpsons I know. reference, I know. so I don't think wow. that you would get this, but there's a, there's the Simpsons where Homer, he goes, you know, here's the secret to working here. If anything goes wrong, blame the guy who doesn't speak English. <laughs> and he said, uh, he said, ah, Tibor, you've bailed me out of many, you know, bad circumstance or whatever. And then later in the later in the show, they, he goes, everybody gets promoted above me and says, like, Lenny, Carl, Tibor, you know, Tibor, too. You know, like, 
it, it, anyway, I thought it was funny. Blame Lloyd, though, is the point. Well, anything see, that, yeah, anything that goes the, long, wrong, you just say, oh, man, that's that's all Lloyd's fault. Well, Lloyd, and what that's, happened? And that's not even, that's just scratching the surface of the negative things you say about oh, Lloyd. Oh, stop and it. So, what are you and doing? So, and so what hey. I do is I counter that with the truth about Lloyd, about how valuable he is and how talented he is and all that sort of thing, just to balance it out. Because, I mean, really, if I were listening to the radio to you talk about Lloyd, he's about the last person in the world I would want anybody I care about to meet. Oh, stop it. That is so ridiculous. <laughs> Stop that right now. <laughs> Lloyd's heard it. He knows. Lloyd, of course, because Lloyd listens. He listens all the time. He knows He knows what's going on. Uh, Gordon, we have a lot to do today. Uh, big thanks to Lloyd, by the way, for filling in for uh, for Austin. Lloyd's doing uh, double duty today, so that's uh, that's pretty awesome. Eight hours on the board. Remind you of the, uh, the uh, good old days there, Lloyd? Yes, it does. Does it? Yeah, the Iron Man is what I used to call it. <laughs> you had two four-hour shows yeah. uh, to, to uh, produce? And make sure you're out of there by two. So. Oh, yeah, no overtime. No. <laughs> make sure no. you're there right when it starts. Okay. Like, literally, oh, just go. turn on their mics. <laughs> here we go. Out comes the acid. <laughs> all, right, all right, now, Lloyd, <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this. What's the, I mean, have you ever made a big, big mistake on the board? Have you ever like pushed uh, the wrong yeah. button or left the wrong button unpushed? Uh, or what's yeah. the worst of it? One real infamous the, time the that worst? I can think of. Yeah, there's a really bad one. Can't really okay. go into what? specifics. No, I can't go into specifics. Oh, oh, yeah. Let's just okay. say there's 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 maybe some some poor language, maybe. <laughs> well, some people would be embarrassed if we told yes, this story. they would. So be let's, really let's, have you have you ever forgotten to turn the mics off and the conversation was aired or anything uh, like that? N- Kind yeah, of, we've had some errors. Kind of. Well, we had when we just got, I mean, we just got this new, these new boards, so it was a little oh. bit different. And I think I had it potted up. Like, luckily, the breaks were go. You know, the 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 commercials were drowning it out. Not like there was anything said, but but the boards were were a little bit different. So that was the most recent. I mean, it just happened when you know you make a change with the new boards and stuff. It, it's going to happen probably. But other than that, no, I'm pretty. Once I I have that one little error with something new that's changed or whatever, and then usually I'm I'm steady as it goes. Okay. And that time was not my fault. In a Mickey Mouse outfit. Whose fault was it? Let's just say it was the setup's fault and somebody else's fault. It was let's just say <laughs> it was a, it was an on-site the fault. disconnection. <laughs> was, let's uh, just say when you just keep disconnecting and then you got a mile to go to try to get it reconnected and you and you've already disconnected 5 times. But yeah, you might accidentally forget to turn off the 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 on the uh, the mic button essentially. So this this specific story aside, and and not that anybody cares uh, really about this, but it is kind of funny. In in the old Simmons Media Building where the Zone once broadcast, the 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 equipment that you use to connect to a remote broadcast it, it has two sides: one at the remote itself, and one back at the at the station. Okay. Uh, our, our current setup, for example, uh, that equipment is conveniently right across the hall from the producer's yep. studio, ten so feet away. If anything goes wrong, it's it's just right there at, at the old Simmons Media Trolley Corners that equipment was uh, about 100 in, yards it was in the basement it was down it was down two flights of stairs now now think of this now think of this for a second dead air what we call in the biz in radio is excruciating you know mm. like 
five seconds of dead air is you can hear the clicks as people are turning away from your station. I mean, it's it's the absolute no-no in radio, right? So you can imagine the urgency <laughs> when we get to disconnects and things like that. So it, 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 was, it was always hilarious to see the producers, well, hilarious when I wasn't one of them, uh, when something <laughs> would go wrong, to shoot out the door like, Kick open the door and fly down the hall. All and, while missing salespeople. Yeah, like dodging people out of the way. You know, papers are flying up from cubicles, like jumping down the stairs. And uh, and then after uh, frantically uh, messing with the equipment, then taking a deep breath. And then running up the stairs, running back through the office, kicking open the door, and then clicking on the top back button. You guys there? Are you guys there? Please tell me you're there. So oh, let's say anyway. after somebody maybe drops five times, that yeah. fifth time you might, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Might, wow, might forget a something. Exercise. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a bad idea. Such a bad idea to put that stuff in the basement. Oh. Things have Remember changed. We, uh, things have changed. Remember back then, back in the day, we used to broadcast from grandma's dining room table. Oh yeah, that was a that was a promotion you and Bowler did back in the day, where you did remotes from people's houses. <laughs> no, no, no. We were actually in the studio. We were in that oh, one at the conference table. Yeah, yeah. it was like uh-huh. and, and the producers were we, we we couldn't even see the producers. Oh man, it was crazy times. Yeah, but th- in those days too, like once a week, you and Bowler got to do it from the uh, uh, what do they call that thing? The Airwaves Cafe with the. You know the uh, well. You eventually, that? eventually, we did the show every day from down there. That's when uh, you had Carl Malone on right after he went to the Lakers. That infamous day in sports wow. radio. Now yeah. we just do it. You just do it from Gordon's table. Uh, yeah, true. <laughs> I got a I got a smorgasbord of food here. I got a drink over here, and I got. I'll feed up, and I'm feeling good. I'll be honest about that infamous Carl Malone interview here for a second, because I don't think we can get uh, complained one, about retroactively from the uh, to the FCC. Uh, the one, the one when he was eating that big big giant salad. salad, yeah. So he, so so Pace got him to come in because Pace was doing work uh, at the station at the time, and he sat in with uh, it was you Bowler, uh, you Bowler, and Pace. And then Carl, and it was right after he got traded to the Lakers. I was I was pretty new around this time, but uh, he he was with you what Gordon three hours? I mean, he's, I think he stayed the whole show. And then we re-aired it again on Saturday. And as I'm driving around listening to the re-air, I hear Carl say the S word like five <laughs> times. It was so bad, and I thought, oh my gosh, how did we not catch this when it was initially aired? And how are we not catching it now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. Remember when uh, Frank- lie, I don't think I have ever heard I don't think I heard that story. Well, yeah, I don't story. go, you know, it's probably not the best story to tell. <laughs> <laughs> I remember <laughs> I remember when Frank was on that one time and he dropped he dropped a fairly aggressive word that starts with an F <laughs> on the air. That was uh, uh I mean <laughs> he said it and he knew he said it, and then he apologized for saying it, but he had to say it, I guess. He was describing a certain person in the media. Uh, do you remember that, guys? Frank, wait, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember. I remember when Darren Williams dropped that word, talking about... Uh... <laughs> oh, did he? Actually, did Darren use the F word, though? I don't think he did. I don't know, but, but Frank he... did, and he was talking about one Peter Vesey. Huh. Yeah, it was it was funny. I, 
I was listening. I wasn't in the studio, but I. <laughs> well, li- listen, we are going to pull off this podcast. We need to do a podcast of the history of, of sports talk radio in this town because there are so many hilarious stories that, that go untold. We really have to do and it. And some not so hilarious. And some, yeah, some just awful. But, I mean, it, radio in general is a pretty, it's a pretty wild business. And uh, wild meaning, like, <laughs> a lot of wonky stuff happens. Like, I told somebody the other day when they were asking me about uh, – you know the the change in ownership, and I said, you know, I'm I'm really optimistic, and uh, you know, I I hope uh, for the best, and and we were included in the sale, and I hope that uh, you know means that you know he really is invested in the zone, and uh, I I truly am thinking optimistically. But I told this uh, I told this person I said I said, but if I were really looking for stability, I got into the wrong business. <laughs> Oh, this man. this will be Gordon uh, just here at the zone. This will be our fourth new owner. Wow. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's lots uh, lots of gone has gone on through the years. But I, I, now that you bring this up, I, I I remember Bowler and I eating eating and doing the show at someone in someone's dining room. You 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 referred to that earlier. Yeah. We were, I mean, and we were surrounded by a family. <laughs> it was a real grassroots campaign. It was enter to win. Get the show. We were doing guerrilla radio, man. Get the I show mean, out of your house. The folks were really nice. and But, I mean, here we were in their house, boring me. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Talking around the dining room table on the air. That was it, man. We we did some crazy stuff back then. I'm not even going to get into Manland. Oh, I mean, man. Man, man, Manland was was that might be was, for a podcast of its own. You know what? Oh, I that I was am, a chaos. That was chaotic. It is so amazing that we pulled that off. In in retrospect, I think like how on earth? If you've never heard of Manland years ago, we did this promotion with uh, we partnered with a house building company out at Daybreak, and uh, <laughs> lived in the house. Well, some of us did. Uh, lived in the house for an entire week. Did all the some shows. Of, some of us just visited. The, did, did all the shows and and uh, we had different themes every night. Like we had a casino night and what else did we do, Gordon? There, it was during the jazz season, so there were jazz games on at night and we had <laughs> listener parties and it was it was it was it was nuts. It was really it was really something. And who, who was the jazz player that was uh, hanging out? Ronnie Brewer. Yeah, Ronnie, Ronnie Brewer, Brewer came over right. and he played video <laughs> games. Video games. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Sean, well, I, Sean Bradley was there. Remember, he, he picked up um, Gunther. Gunther, yeah, who was uh, it was a big boy back in the day, and uh, picked him up like he was nothing. I that that shocked me. And then I tried to go out and ride Sean's motorcycle, and I couldn't even reach the handlebars. It was a big motorcycle. Yeah. And then you ended up with your arms, your armpit shaved somehow. Yeah. What do you mean somehow? You we did this stupid <laughs> bit that we called the kangaroo court, and you would somehow were named the judge. And I don't even know what it was. I don't even know what it was that uh, you deemed me guilty of. But that well, was the, it wasn't that was a the kangaroo court. I just happened to be the judge, <laughs> and that was your sentence. It was it was it was uh, you know duly earned on your part. Oh man! Shout out to Jim. Who uh, who tweeted in? He says, "Manland was awesome." And Bo Jingle said, "Darren did say I hate that uh, mother goose uh, talking about uh, Rod Rod Zundel." Speaking of Gunther, shout out to Gunther. That's his joke. Uh, yeah, Manland was really something else. Uh, shout out to Gunther because Gunther was 
he well, Hans and John Lund stayed uh, every day because they had to get up to do the morning show, right? Gunther, I think, yeah. was the only uh, only other one that stayed every single night. I Wasn't think I Kevin missed, there I most nights, or one. did he go? Did he go home because he lived nearby? He was like one. Oh, he was there like no, maybe no, no, no. the first night, wasn't Zero. it? Zero. Zero. <laughs> and they, I thought he tried, and then it was like, oh, oh no, I actually. And then mind. they mocked up some yeah, video like that's that they, why they woke up Kevin or whatever, and he well, would he, stay mean, over there he, for a night. <laughs> Kevin lived literally like like two hundred yards from Manland, right? And the the this. Yes, he did. And the story that uh, the Hans always tells about uh, having to kick Bruce out of Manland because he snored too much—that is a uh-huh. fact. That is a fact, and that was drama. That was there was. I used there, to have that, that snoring drama. actually in the system. And oh, and it was I think it bad. got outdated. It, it was, was it was rough. It was bad, and and we all love Bruce, but nobody really knew why Bruce was there to be. He just kind of you know Hans just kind of said, "Hey, Bruce, you want to come?" And and Bruce was like, "Yeah." Yeah, I'm on it, and that was cool because we love Bruce. Showed up with a pillow sack full of clothes, and <laughs> but uh, he was down in the basement too, and he had a snore that rattled the whole house. <laughs> and so, uh, Hans, and this is just, this is the worst. Hans, Hans knows everybody talks to Hans. It's like Hans, Bruce has got to go. We can't do this, man. <laughs> and and so Hans goes to Sean Bradley because he's the nicest man on the planet. And Hans said, "Hey, Sean, you got to kick Bruce out." and so sean asked you know said hey bruce you gotta go shattered bruce's shattered bruce's soul right there quick man that was it oh Uh, all right that was funny those are those are such good times remember and remember remember we had uh, the promotional team otherwise known as the zone girls who were hanging out out there at the hot tub yeah i don't know if we'd get a, get away with that today i'm probably no, not lloyd shaking his head in there i don't think so <laughs> whose idea was that the zone girls that predates me oh no it had doesn't to, no been kurt it doesn't predate me actually i'll tell you exactly what it was it was uh the the ticket in dallas the a sports radio station down there has the ticket girls Oh, and okay. uh, our management at the time had uh, thought it, that was a good idea. Well, had gone to to tour the ticket and talk to them and all that stuff. And instead of getting some, you know, uh, in, inspiration <laughs> for some ideas, they just said, "Okay, now everything that you're doing, we are going to do." <laughs> I have an, I have a great original idea. Let's get some hot women to dress up in zone gear and hang out with us. And so the 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 promotions director at the time, I think uh, her name was Jay Lynn, if I remember correctly, and uh, she was in charge of putting together the team. <laughs> well, I will say this: they were really good at uh, the promotions thing. I mean, uh, really smart. And uh, uh, although I'm not sure that's what our listeners were picking up on immediately, but they were. That was a bunch of really sharp, uh, smart. Uh, Attractive women that that produced at least, well, I think only, only one or it produced uh, one marriage, of note, nonetheless. Might I? Oh add. yeah, that's right. So that's my right. my dear friend Jade, who I actually grew up with, she was his own girl, and that's how she met her now husband that's Brian right. Brian Dunseth uh-huh. of yep. uh, of football fame, and was, uh, DJ's yeah, broadcast partner for RSL. I was always really impressed by by those women. They, I mean, really, I mean that sincerely. They were sharp, and uh, they really helped us, I think, in some regards. And uh, I, 
you know, I, they used to come to me for advice, and then somehow I got I got tagged with that sort of creepy old man kind of thing going on. But uh, <laughs> I can't believe you brought that up. I don't people, even think pe- we have that t- that drop anymore. No, people would come to no, me. No, that and, was I mean, in the shortcut machine. Yeah, it was. No. <laughs> I remember exactly where it was. Can I tell that story? <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. But but you got to remember it was all a joke. Okay. Yeah. All, all right. right. So we, uh, we, Kevin and I, I'm producing, and Kevin and I overhear Gordon talking with his own girl the entire break. We're like, oh, is, is Gordon creeping out the zone girl? And oh. so we start teasing Gordon before the show's coming back. We're teasing him as we're getting ready to come back on and saying, Gordon, come on, quick. Quit creeping out the zone, girl, and and so it it spills over onto the air, and we're still talking about it. And so Gordon thinking he's like, I'll I'll just well, I'll put an end to this right now, and said, Why don't you come over here and put on that headset? Let me let me talk to you. Let me, was was I uh, was I just talking or was I creeping you out? And she goes, A little creepy. <laughs> See, I didn't know her very well. I knew the uh, I knew the other zone girls really well, and it was kind of these 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 women were essentially the age of my daughters. So I mean, they they would talk to me about what was going on in their lives, and and both they talked to both of us, and so we kind of we kind of oh, sort okay. of took them under our wing a little bit. It wasn't like that. Totally Please. was like that. It, it was fact, not. It like backfired that. on you so badly, and we had it all on tape forever. Dang it! Why don't we still have? By the that? way, by the way, can I can I send out a message to somebody? Uh, so, somebody was hitting on my wife today. Okay, let's not go down this road. We don't need to threaten people on the show. <laughs> And we're way over, so let's not. People are a little on edge. Let's 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 just let's take a people let's back away Lo- for, for Lloyd, a minute. Lloyd is on edge. <laughs> meaning you, you let's, let's not let's not threaten people on the show. Let's. I was going to threaten. Let's them. use the show for good, not for for bad. <laughs> Okay, let's use the show for having a, a few laughs. Especially today. And uh, yeah, on, especially on. today. Yeah, that was I agree. a productive segment. It was actually that was a, that segment was a lot of fun. All right, stay tuned. <laughs> we will. We'll get into Gordon's got a column up sltrip.com. We're talking about our next 97.5 and 1280 of the zone. This is DJ and PK. The question of the morning, BYU, now firmly inside the top 10 in the polls. Where can they top out at? How high can they go, PK? I'm not talking about BYU getting into the playoff. I just don't see that. I just don't see where they're going to allow it. But I view Boise and San Diego State as solid tests. If they win both these games, those are huge wins, and they should move up. Now, obviously, if they lose, that puts a major dent in it. It's like the balloon is out of air. If BYU wins wins out and beats these two very good ball clubs and gets a nice P5 opponent in a bowl game and wins that. If I'm a BYU fan, I'm good to go. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. This radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is the big show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network.
It's a Total Request Tuesday. Lloyd, this one goes out to who? Ute something 12? Ute Texan 12. Ute Texan 12. Thanks for tweeting it in. Songs about America. That's today's theme. Hopefully everybody's out there voting. Did you guys happen to see this movie? Coming to America with with no. uh, no. <laughs> Eddie Murphy? That was a different movie. I think this song originated out of that jazz singer movie that uh, Neil Diamond. Oh, no, I did not. I know it? what the jazz singer is, though. Okay. Uh, Total Request Tuesday brought to you by Live Nation Concerts for the latest tour news and artist insight. Check them out, livenation.com. Gordon, let's get into split story of the day. Let's talk about your column. Lloyd, hit it. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Put up a lot of points, and uh, the the versatility of their offense is impressive. The fact that they can have, uh, you know, different quarterbacks, it, it's it's consistent. That's what they've always been able to do. That that uh, doesn't doesn't matter the name of the quarterback. They they get in there. They're efficient and spaced around the physical line, a run game that's really solid, and they can hurt you. And then uh, they have a lot of talent in the receiver receiving core and tight ends. And so, uh, really, really complete team on offense on defense. They bring a lot of pressure. They do a lot of different looks, and they're physical up front as well, front seven. And so, a lot of success there. I just don't. Um, the only thing that I could say is different is I haven't seen their field goal kicker kick a field goal yet because it's all been PATs. And so that's that's uh, that's really impressive, you know, and, and um, you know, ho- hopefully, uh, hopefully we don't have to see them out there on the field. But but, you know, this is a, this is a tough, tough matchup for us. And we're looking forward to, to the test. I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun for us. Kalani Sitake talking about the Boise State Broncos. Gordon, you have uh, written a column today about that game. I have, and it uh, reflects upon last week what the Cougars were doing to prepare for Western Boise State because they really were did have their eye on this game, and they should have their eye on this game. Look, Jake, when you only have three full practice days to get ready for your biggest game of the year, I don't know how you limit that to this week only. I know, you know that's they, why I told you that yesterday. Yeah, they 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 uh they they pretty much uh uh they they broke the, the cardinal rule about uh, one game at a time and uh, had Boise State in mind as they should and that's what the column is about that when BYU plays a bunch of teams like Texas State and UTSA and Troy and teams like that and it, right along this point in time you get to play Boise State at Boise State it is your one of the few times one of the two times this year at least as the schedule is currently intact where you get to prove how good you really are and it's weird because the season has been relatively easy for the Cougars and the Cougars have been good they've been really good against that kind of competition now they're going up against a ranked team that is nationally respected on its home field, now the crowd will be limited and all that. But still, that's a difficult thing to do. BYU has never won in Boise. And, Jake, they have got to win this game. Because if they lose this game, it will it will essentially discount what they've accomplished to this point. So the pressure is on them. Of course, the pressure is on Boise, too, because they're going to face the same troubles that BYU does to a lesser degree playing in the Mountain West. 
But if you want to prove how good you are, you've got to beat a team like this. And I don't know when the last time Boise had the ninth-ranked team in the country come into their stadium like that. Uh, probably doesn't happen uh, much. So maybe the pressure is both ways. But looking at it from BYU's perspective, this game is their season. This game is their season. It validates everything they've accomplished thus far. And if they don't get it, then it diminishes everything they've accomplished so far. And that may not be fair in some respects, but it's the truth. Trying to remember, I mean, not that this matters, but uh, Boise State usually gets their big wins in neutral side or on the road. And I, I'm remembering Boise beat somebody in Boise because it was one of those things where it was like, why on earth are they going there? I think it was Georgia. Oh, really? I don't remember that. So not they. to your point, they don't often get the ninth-ranked ninth team coming in. Uh, they beat Georgia on the road. Maybe it was Tennessee. Because not many teams uh, that high, you know, who are traditionally ranked that high will uh, have the guts to go into Boise. So I think – it's too bad, actually, that there can't be fans in up there, or however many. I don't, I don't know what the rules are up there right now, but uh, because that is probably a pretty special game for both yeah. sides. So, yes. um, yeah, it's that. That's interesting. I'll see if I can't look into that. How many teams, uh, ranked teams, have gone into Boise that are not conference games? Because it's not very many. And I like the rivalry aspect to it too, because make no mistake about it. Uh, I think BYU fans understand it. But uh, in my conversations with Boise State fans, oh, believe me, I don't care what year it is, that game is circled. Even though it doesn't mean anything in conference standings, it's kind of like a battle between these two programs in the West who may feel somewhat disrespected at times, uh, but who have had some tremendous success in their past, and uh, they, they believe me, they want to conquer one another. There's no doubt about it. They, we've seen that in the games that have been played and the way they've been played and the emotion that's involved in that. So it's a terrific rivalry, but it's BYU's chance at validation. It really is. This is the, this is the crowning moment for BYU, and I know they have San Diego State later on. San Diego State could be uh, really, really good as well. They've looked uh, fantastic thus far this season. But this is the pinnacle, as far as I'm concerned. And it's the season. And it may not be fair, but this is the price you pay when you play a schedule like these teams play. Uh, and it be, it's not BYU's fault. Obviously, we've gone through all that before. They're playing a schedule that is much different than the one that uh, they had planned to play. But this is what they're left with. And here they are, the ninth-ranked team in the country, getting all kinds of accolades. And their quarterback being touted as a Heisman candidate. And now they have a chance to prove it. This is the show-me bowl right now for both of these teams, really, but especially BYU. Yeah, it, it would seem so. This is definitely the, their most difficult opponent, it would seem. And you hope San Diego State uh, brings a pretty good squad to the table uh, coming up. When are they playing? That in December, you know? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I uh, think it's like in the second well. week of uh, December. Yeah, you're, you're hoping like for as, as much legitimacy as you possibly could, uh, could get. I know Navy, Navy's not exactly exactly cooperating, but you're rooting for them. You're rooting for Houston as well if, if you want to see – you know, BYU get as as far as they can go because they need the they they certainly need the legitimacy, and, and that's what makes this game fun. I, I'm very excited for this game. I think another aspect to it, another aspect to it, Jake, is what Kalani was talking about there. A key for BYU in this game is to go up there to Albertson Stadium 
and be extremely physical. Be physical with that team because it's a talented group. And whether they can dominate them physically or not, I I don't know. That's part of the intrigue that you were talking about, and I want to see that. I think Boise State has some team speed. They have some some terrific skill players like Kalani was going down the, the list. But BYU needs to go up there and punch this team in the mouth and to see how it reacts um, because they haven't really faced that. Boise State hasn't. And maybe Boise State's thinking the same thing about BYU. But I think BYU is big enough and strong enough to be physical with the Broncos, and they have to do that. They have to impose their will on this team because if they get up there and fall behind and, and Boise is, is, is doing their thing, you know, offensively, and, uh, and BYU makes some mistakes uh, on on attack, then they're going to find themselves in trouble. But if they go up there and play hard, play tough right from the beginning, play tough defense, cover those receivers, and stop the run or at least slow it down, and then Zach Wilson can get comfortable when, when the Cougars have the ball, then I think they'll be in good shape. But if they fall behind in this thing, uh, it could be, uh, well, not the result they're hoping for. All right, we'll get to a bunch of college football throughout the day, obviously, today, as it is a huge week. The Utes getting started, and uh, BYU-Boise State certainly, uh, well, we're hoping it's going to be a pretty good one. We'll also talk to uh, talk a little NFL with our friend uh, Matt Williamson at the top of the 4 o'clock hour, so stay tuned for that. And then it is Tuesday, and that means one thing. Bowler's going to stop by at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Maybe we'll uh, we'll relive some old uh, radio moments with Bowler. It'll be fun. <laughs> Yeah, we'll have to stoke his memory a little bit because, you know, you, you tend to forget as time goes by. Are you calling? Are you taking an, an old shot at, at, <laughs> at Bowler? Just because I always do that to myself. Jeez, oh, I mean, take it easy Because Bowler's a contemporary of mine. Is it, isn't it enough that you abandoned him in a foreign country? <laughs> got to take are pot shots at the man? See, here's the other thing. And the problem with that, is that you and Austin are rearranging history. You are, Lisa's pet you, name for me is Bowler. <laughs> you are making Bowler mad at me in a way that he wasn't even mad at me until you started talking. Well, that's because he, he should have been mad at you. Just like I try to get you to be mad at PK for not picking up a tank of gas on a road trip. Okay, yeah, but uh, let me review one more time, may I? Uh, I know we're late here, but we were in Mexico together. Uh, Bowler and his lovely wife, Sharon. And, Who was and very sick. And, and <laughs> Sharon was very sick. Don't leave that up. Almost died. <laughs> very ill. We we were flying out of uh, uh, whatever it is down there, uh, Cabo. And, uh, it, and Bowler, it, it, Lisa and I were coming. We were walking behind, and we were delayed. We were talking to somebody or doing something. And Bowler and Sharon went ahead, and they checked in. They went ahead and checked in, and then by the time Lisa and I got up there, they were waving at us, said, see you at the gate, you know, and so they left. And so then Lisa and I were checking. Little did they know this would be the last they would see you. (laughs) Lisa and I checked in, and they were gone. And, and, And the guy, it was super crowded, too. The line was long. And the guy behind the counter looks at our tickets and says, we had a connecting flight. And he said, you're not going to make your connection." And we said, oh, really? You know, and he said, here, let me put you on this other flight so you can make your connection. And and I said, uh, 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 
okay, I guess uh, I guess we need to do that. And so then we, after we did that, we went down to tell them what had happened. And it, but I couldn't reach him in order to make the change with him. So I didn't abandon him you in did, a foreign though. country. You certainly did. You could have at least called him. That that one was not my – I couldn't call him. I was in a foreign country, and I didn't have you, the, the – You were in Mexico. You were I know. in a, like, a, like a, a country that would not have some sort of cell coverage. At, at that time, I had some crappy uh, you oh, know, okay. thing uh-huh. that wouldn't – I did, couldn't connect with him. And so I was talking. Now I will grant you when I when I stood him up for lunch, that was all my fault. Yeah, we that we, was my fault. This one wasn't. We know who you were thinking of that day down there in Mexico, and it <laughs> and it wasn't Bowler. Who <laughs> And it certainly wasn't Sharon. Wait, wait what was I <laughs> was I supposed to check in under his name? You could have tracked him down and switched tickets with him. I couldn't track him down. That was the problem. You could have had him paged. Craig Bowlerjack, please call ticketing. <laughs> We had and we had twenty eight people uh, yeah. behind us uh, in we, line. We know, we know. All right, uh, stay tuned. We'll have more coming up next. Ninety seven five and twelve eighty the zone. Take the zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of the zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo, wherever you go. We'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. It's the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and twelve eighty the zone. Thanks for making us part of your day. If you want to participate in Total Request Tuesday, you can tweet at us at Jake Scott Zone, at Lloyd Cole Zone, at Gordon Monson. Uh, songs about America. Of course, it's uh, it's uh, election day today, and I encourage everybody to to get out there and vote. No doubt about it. Can I tell you uh, one of the funnier voting stories that I've seen today? Sure. Uh, this is uh, the Harris County clerk in Texas mm-hmm. um, at Harris Votes uh, tweeted this out today uh, with a link to George Strait's All My Exes Live in Texas. They said, we're going to need 10 of you to text one ex and ask if they <laughs> voted and report back. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I thought that was pretty funny. I got a question for you. All right. In hearing Ray Charles's voice there. If you could think of one artist uh, that you could make popular or at least bring to the attention of younger people in this day and age, and by younger I mean uh, younger than 20, what artist would you, uh, would you have uh, garner that kind of attention? For oh. both the good, especially for the good of, of the folks 
the younger folks. Uh, for the good, I, I got to go with Weird Al, man. <laughs> the kids need to. The kids need to hear <laughs> Weird Al. They need to hear Eat It. You know. <laughs> <laughs> they need to hear those classics. <laughs> oh, man. I should know better than to ask you a question like that. You don't like Weird Al? <laughs> I wouldn't consider him important for the youth of America to hear, no. Oh, come on. Uh, uh, satire has been a, a brilliant music, uh, music genre for a long, long time. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I can't like, go there. How about this? Our boy Robert Lund. That's who I would say. <laughs> Shout out to Robert Lund. I haven't talked to Robert in a long, long time. I know. I haven't seen him in a while either. Um, let's see, Gordon. Ray Charles wouldn't be a bad choice, actually. No, Ray Charles R- would be. Roy or- Orbison, maybe? <laughs> okay. I, 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 Elvis? That's, that's good. I oh, Elvis might be the answer. Or if you might pick Bob Dylan. I don't know. Well, I certainly would pick Bob Dylan, but I, th- I thought you were talking about like their actual voice. No, I, I just you're just saying music, like like something that, the, that, that their music, yeah, that mm-hmm. listen to. Well, you know, Sinatra, Bob's certainly a good uh, answer. Uh yeah, Sinatra, Jimi Hendrix. I mean, you know, you can go back even uh, back even further. BB King, some of those early blues musicians. Uh, anywho, how did we get there? I have no, oh, Ray I Charles. I asked you the question. Oh, okay. Ray and I, as I was hearing his voice do that song that way, I just thought, and I wonder, I wonder if young people even know about Ray Charles. You know. Well, there was a movie some years ago. Was that you know, uh, where the guy from In Living Color won the Oscar? Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> he was so good in that movie, though. J.B. Fox was awesome. He was awesome in that movie. I that was one a, of the Wayne's brothers. That was a, that was a really good movie. <laughs> Isn't it funny though that J.B. Fox? What a, what a career arc for that guy. Oh, I mean, yeah. honestly, uh, still does comedies, right? He's, he does. He's, he's got he's some acting. Comedic jobs. Uh, comedic actor, but man, was he he was excellent in uh, in that movie about Ray Charles, and I believe he did all the singing too. Yeah, the guy can sing. Yeah. Probably even better in Any Given Sunday. What a terrible movie that was. You you like that movie, don't you? Don't you, Lloyd? I hated that movie. No. no. Why do you? Hate Oliver it? Stone's take on football. <laughs> Spare me. It was so over. Uh, it was so overly dramatic. It was so over the top. Yeah. I thought. But I see, that's just, what, that stuff that, was going that's on. what people. That's what people who aren't in sports when they write about sports. That's what they do. Yeah, it was just. Yeah. I mean, let's let's jam every single cliche like <laughs> sports movie storyline into one movie. Yeah, but the speech, was that one long cliche as well? Yes, that was. Now that you say it, yes, that's a perfect example. That speech was exactly one long cliche. Al Pacino's speech. Yeah, all right. Okay, Gordon, we've got what's going on coming up next. Um, We've got a clip from DJ and PK talking uh, BYU football, but we're going to lead off with a clip. David Locke was on. Uh, with Hanson Scotty today, Gordon, and he gave, I, I mean, he always puts things uh, so much better than me, so much more clearly than me, but he laid out uh, exactly why he believes that the NBA will start on December 22nd and, and what's going to happen in the negotiations between the owners and the players. It was really, really good. People right. need to stick around to hear it because uh, we'll get to it straight ahead. It's the big show, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone.